Blog Talk Radio. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? It's Sunday. Hope everybody's having a good Sunday. This is your host, Amiri Brown. I'm waiting to get my lovely co-host, Kenya White, in. The topic tonight is going to be the difference between masculinity and manhood. Um, We're also going to touch on the meat meal situation, and we're going to discuss a little bit the um, the rhetoric of of Shahrazad Ali. Um, just a few of my thoughts on the on the topic about masculinity and manhood. I think the the core issue facing the 21st century contemporary black male is how he identifies and quantifies his manhood and his masculinity. Given the fact that as a group we are dominated by another male group, and so with that being the case, it's imperative that we that we understand exactly what masculinity is and what manhood is. Hey, Kenya? Yep. Hey, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, how are you doing today? Okay. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm doing excellent. My team won. It was a come from behind one, so I'm doing great. But I was just talking about, you know, touching on the topic a little bit and talking about how um, that the, the core issue facing the, the contemporary black man in the 21st century is how he filters and quantifies his, his masculinity and his manhood. Because as it stands right now, given the fact that we're dominated by another gr- male group, many black men have not been able mm-hmm. to feel powerful as black men, unless they've been able to exert dominance and control over black women. And so I think the, the, right. the thing that, that must be done to alleviate that is developing new standards and, and, and new ideas and ideologies as it pertains to what defines a black man and what defines a masculine black man. And because, you know, like right. as, it, as it is right now, we have a lot of um, preconceived and, and ill ill-informed notions about what masculinity is. And it actually causes toxic masculinity and in, in sexism. And you hear a lot of uh, black men articulate those types of, of thoughts. And ironically, they do so, they do, they do so while professing the, how they have 
there's no such thing as black male privilege. You see, so it's, it's, so right. it's like, okay, well, if there's no such thing as black male privilege, how come you're enumerating uh, misogynistic and sexist and chauvinistic ideologies? What would, what would be the point? So right. what are some of you, what, like, let me ask you this. When you think about uh, manhood, black manhood, or black masculinity, what would be some of the characteristics that you would, that, that, that you would, uh, that would come to, come to mind for you? A protector, a provider, um, someone sets a role model, uh, someone right. has um, somebody who has wisdom and insight, um, someone who keeps right. uh, the balance of the family members mind during decision making. Let me let me interrupt you. Right, you're coming in. Um, you're coming in real choppy. I don't know if it's the. Uh, if this is the connection, but it's like every time you speak is 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 breaking up. Oh, should I call in? Uh, yeah, you might be better calling in. I don't I don't know what the issue is. Okay. Okay. So you gonna call in? Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, when we talk about uh, masculinity and manhood, there seems to be this notion that that if we there's this notion that if we increase the masculinity, we're we're, we're going to increase the manhood. Nothing could be further from the truth because masculinity and manhood are not the same thing. They are not one and the same. They are they are two entirely different dynamics. When we talk about masculinity, we're talking about a strength dynamic, uh, the characteristics that a male would possess that that a male possesses. That conveys strength, physical strength, um, psychological strength, strength of character, these types of things. That's what um, determines uh, masculinity. That's what masculinity is. It's a strength dynamic. Manhood is a power dynamic. Manhood is the ability to, uh, to utilize the, the masculine characteristics both physically and psychologically to empower oneself and, and, to, and to empower those connected to them. That's what manhood is. And that's what needs needs to be developed. Hello, Kenya. Hello. Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, turn this down. Right. Um, but I yeah, like I was just saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have Hello. Both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold sorry on. about that. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's better. That's better. I think I still had your other your other mic unmuted. I think that's what the issue was. But um, yeah. yeah like I was saying, um, masculinity is a strength dynamic, and manhood is a is a power dynamic. And there, and as black men, it's up to us, and it's incumbent upon us to develop uh, a, a, a dynamic that will uh, allow us to 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 utilize. That masculinity, masculinity, masculinity without the benefit of manhood is moot. So if we don't have um, certain things in place that can that can facilitate our manhood, then you'll just end up with with toxic ma- masculinity. And, and oftentimes, and not this is this is what happens, and this is what ha- this is what has happened, and this is how come a lot of black men they they put all their uh, emphasis on dominating women. On, and not just women, but in particular, but especially black women, 
But um, back to what I had asked you about, what would be some of uh, the characteristics of, uh, of masculinity and manhood that would come to your mind? Um, um, integrity, um, mm-hmm. keeping the best interests of the family members in mind during his decision-making, um, right. providing a, a strong role model, strong masculine male role model, um, to protect and provide for the people right. in his family. Right. Um, to provide his experiences and to right. share um, life lessons with them. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, because, uh, like, I, there, there seems to be this, uh, there's this, there, there's this dynamic where it, it almost has, has shifted. And, and, again, like I said, we can look at, you know, cultural um, harbingers of, of these different shifts and and thoughts that we have, like when you look at the pimp caricature and how the pimp caricature tends to be venerated, especially by black men, it's something that's uh, that's integral to to black subculture to a certain degree, and it's something that's right. uh, perpetuated through hip hop. It's a it, it's a it's a thing where we find value and we seek and we tend to seek to want to find our manhood in the way we treat and mistreat our women. And, and 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 those things actually have proven to be more detrimental and harmful to uh to 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 the family structure. And also, we tend to want to use our our sexuality another uh as another means to um, quantify and identify our our masculinity and our manhood. What, right. what, are, your, what are some of your thoughts on that? Some of your well, I definitely. On that. Well, some of my observations on that is that, you know, I definitely see um, guys, you know, taking some sense of um, manhood from mm. their sexual conquest, and right. they they seem to, I mean, I'm not inside of the locker room to get the locker room talk or all, all that, but I do see what's right. going on online. And some of the things that I've right. heard guys actually say, and they encourage right. each other in that behavior, and that is what I think is feeding the culture of it. Right, right, and 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 uh, like I said again, it it goes back to because we we will make a man think that it's weak to you know to cherish a woman or to love a woman. You know that's not that's not masculine, dog. You know like that whole type of uh, of rhetoric and and, and thought process. And this is why we have to develop, um, I think, new standards of what of what of what a masculine male really is, and also what constitutes what constitutes a man. Now, I'll say that the the him being a provider is not um, what constitutes a man, but it's because of, it's because he's a man that he provides. So, in uh, in other words, a man wouldn't feel like a man just sitting on his his ass and letting his woman do all the work. You see what I'm saying, right. and I think to a certain, and that goes that again goes back to the whole, uh, the the whole um, pimp caricature, and and mm-hmm. you know like, and you'll hear like people like uh, Tommy Sotomayor, he'll talk about how, you know like you know what I think I think that we even have misplaced notions of of, of femininity too, like to a certain degree because what what constitutes femininity, black femininity for that matter, or black womanhood. 
Like these things, I think have to be have to be challenged because they're existing in a kind in a, in a context of dysfunction, and we act like they aren't. We act like these are just normal, functional ideas. You know, back in um at the in the early Victorian uh, period in America, there was a different um, standing and thought process as to what you know masculinity and, and what manhood was because like the the the, the bourgeoisie class they were more they were more dainty. They were more like what we consider feminine. Like, you know, when you see the pictures of, um, of you know, like the old-time pictures of George Washington, they would wear the wigs, and they would have on, like, the, the old colonial-style heel shoes. It, 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 there was a shift, um, right, there was a shift right around the, the time of the Civil War in, in, mm-hmm. in what was considered uh, mas- masculine. And this is, how, this is how you got, like, this is how you got your Eagle Scouts, your, your Cub Scouts, um, all these different organizations that put more of an emphasis on um, the more outdoorsy type of, of, of male, and that became mm-hmm. um, that became the standard for what for what masculinity and what manhood is. And I noticed that a lot of brothers they'll talk about how uh, there's you know these European um, standards of, of beauty that black women have a complex towards, but we don't give enough attention to how there's this European uh, standard of, of 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 masculinity and manhood that brothers have a complex towards. We tend to want to look, you know, we tend to want to examine and and dissect the the, the black female um, dynamic, but we don't we don't pay enough attention attention to it when it comes to you know black men and the black male. And and, and the fact that as black men we've historically been shut out systematically from you know from the from the halls of power. We're, we're essentially, mm-hmm. to a certain degree, a disempowered group. We tend to want to find that power in our family dynamics, in our culture. You know what I'm saying? Like in our communities, in our in, in our own little enclave of society. Right. You know, and I. Well, and 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 and. and well, go ahead. You know, I was just going to say that um, men created the standard for femininity. They have really decided what femininity is and they have been given the authority to decide who's feminine and who's not and what that exactly looks like according to them right yeah okay and again the the calling number is uh, 646-564-9858 I believe we got some um, somebody want to comment I think this is Asia hey hello Call it, you're on the line. Hello? 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 Is this? Yeah, yeah you're on the you're, you're Yeah, this, this is Asia. Asia. Yes, hey, how you doing, Asia? Hey, y'all. Hey. Ooh, hey. Yes, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> hey, hey, Kenya. Um, hey. I just want to say one thing. Um, Well, I just want to say a few things. Uh, Kenya is right. Like, we never... Women have never defined like what what it is to be a woman or you know just womanhood at right. all. Men have decided all of that for us. Like they, yeah. they right. tell us what it is. You a hoe if you do this, or or you a you know you a hoe if you do that, or you're not a woman if you do this. This is not woman. Like be all going by what men have said, not what women have said. You how right. can a man tell us what it is to be a woman and they're not women? Exactly. Right. 
right? And because they I, use that you know, they use that same logic all the time against against women when like when women yeah. you know have uh, standards for what for what a for what a man is and and what it looks looks like. They use that exact same um, psychology, but then you're right. They they seek to determine for 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 women what what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a black woman, or what black femininity right. looks like, and and, and I, then they use. Uh, go ahead. I I was on a post the other day, and um, the mm. guy was talking about how women need to keep their legs closed, and I, I hate being tagged in those keep your legs clothes type of pose or or just listening to it in real life too because I have to ask like okay so if women actually do what you say and keep their legs closed are you still going to be with these women are you going to be with a woman that don't give you sex no you are not but see see, the only reason why they I'm sorry to cut you off but the only reason why they say that is because this is all about socially subordinating the woman this is all this that's what it's that's what it's all about and and here's the, this is the bottom line. When when you're conditioned to be a nail, you you view everything as a hammer. Everything is a hammer when you're conditioned to be a nail. And and with I say within the last thirty years, we've been conditioning uh, black men to be nails. No matter no no matter what, right. his own decisions don't matter. His own choices, his own uh, behavior and choices don't matter. It's always either the black woman or the white man. And that and that's not what being being a man is is all about. But when you have a cultural narrative and context that constantly tells and conditions black men that they are disempowered and that they're victims, they want uh in order to find that manhood and masculinity, it's imperative that they socially subordinate the next group that's uh that's that's vulnerable and and susceptible to that, which is black women. That's why they say things like that, because we know that in, in, in the real world they don't really want you to keep your legs closed. Right. It, That's it, what I'm it, like. It, they're just saying it to be demeaning, women, really. Keep sending so women that, these messages. Like, they, they, right. I, I never understand that. Like, they want you to right. be one way, but then again, they don't. Because right. I don't know no man that's going to be with a woman that does not give him sex. Right. A woman right. knows that's that why, when that's she what, meets a man, she knows that off top, I got to give him sex. If I don't give him sex, I ain't going to have him. But either way, I feel like either right. way you ain't going to have him if he don't want to be kept, you know. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that, that's, him, uh, that's true. Um, I just, I don't like, know. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree, I agree with that. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I don't understand a lot of things that these men be doing. And then when I, another thing that I noticed is that a man can have an opinion all day long, and it's not a problem. But as soon as a woman right. has one, the world, it's like the whole world tries to hurry up and hush her up. Why? Mm. Right. I don't right. understand that. Yeah. I never yeah, I understand it's, it's, Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy because they, and like I said, they really don't want to feel, they really don't want women to be empowered because a lot of them, um, and I mean, I hate to say it, but a lot of them are in competition with women. And this is, this is like, and even when right. I said that, the, right, it, it is, but, but this is, but then you know what they'll do? Then they'll try and, and, and say that, well, it was the single mother. It's the single mothers that's, that's, that's uh, conditioning these boys. No, it's not. It's the entire culture. It's no, the entire it's cultural narrative and cultural standard that we've been, that, that we've been operating under that, that's, uh, that's coddling these men, and 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 as a consequence, making these ineffective uh, spouses 
in, in leaders. It's, it's, not, it's not the single mother is merely a conduit for what for what the cultural narrative and culture and cultural context uh, conveys and establishes as, as the dynamic. That's all she's right. doing. And all she's doing is, like I is, is mm. go ahead. No, now you go, go say what you're about to say. I like I always tell them, uh, women are adapters. Like they're they in right. any situation a woman is going to adapt. There are no real men right. around anymore and women are they're adapting to it. Just like the other right. day of uh, me and my homeboy we just having a conversation and he was just saying like mm-hmm. Asia, it just seemed like these women are just like welfare that that's all they getting is welfare, they doing this and they doing that. Women like I told him, I said, women are adapting to there being no real men around. If she cannot right. afford to feed her children, she's going to mm. adapt to her environment right. and go get some help, even if it's at your expense. You can't blame her for that. Them kids got to right. eat regardless. Right, and I, cause I even said, um, like, they tend to have, it's almost like they're jealous because they feel like they can't do it. And that's why, why uh, I think the, one, the second live video I did when the guy was talking about where the women get this, the women get that, and I had to tell him the reason why men don't get what women get is because as a man, you are a resource. You are a resource in a male-dominated society. You're, you, are, you are your own resource, even black men. But we don't teach black men that. We teach black men that, they, that they're victims, that, that the boogeyman out to get them, that it, it, right. all your problems coming from black women and white men. So when you so when you condition them this way, they 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 don't have no type of power dynamic concept within themselves to to actually do something for themselves. And what a lot of them are looking for, like you know, you know what I'm saying, things like well, what 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 women bring it to the table, brother? What table at? How do you want right. women to bring something to the table and you ain't got no table? Right. Where, where, where's the table? What are you offering? What are you offering black women? You're not entitled right. to black you, women. And, and and when you look at the um the ambivalence they show and they have towards black women for dating interracially, like what they're doing with Serena Williams and, and, and Venus Williams, right. it's, it's really coming from a sense of insecurity and inadequacy because right. they know that that white boy has a has um has a privilege that they can't buy into. They right. can't they can't co-opt that 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 white privilege. So you right. so you but, they have a the sense of, of insecurity. The way they complained and called them ugly and man looking, they shouldn't be upset. Right. They right. were not exactly. good enough for you. Remember? They were manly, right. they was this, they was that. Okay? We can't you can't get mad at someone for going outside of their race when their own race don't want them. Right. You can't do it. And and, and, and and at and at every they time you, at every too. at every opportunity you demean them and degrade them. Now, like that's that whole thing that what Tommy Sotomayor's done. That's what we're gonna discuss next week. The what's behind what's fueling the rise of of, of Sotomayorism, uh, like the way he the way he, he makes fun of of uh, black women's hair. Uh, he makes fun of their of uh, of their shape. They tend to be bigger and bigger than um than than white women. That's not uh that's those things aren't minuses to me. Like I like them. I don't know what the hell right. they're talking about. Now all of a sudden, black men got a problem with weed. You've been like, y'all been liking weed right, for 40 I, years. Now him, all of a sudden, it's a problem. With him, I don't be wanting to hear nothing he has to say because he is that same <laughs> BT 1000 that he sit up and talk right. about all day long. You got all them kids right. by all them different women 
and you got the nerve right. to speak down on black women for doing it, and you doing the same thing. I mean, his, his, but, his but that's argument the thing. Like, is most of the, Most of the guys who talk about single mothers have kids out of wedlock. So I'm like, how are you going to talk right, about like, that? That's you. the highest hypocrisy to me. That's why I'd be like, Lord, how can you look down on someone else for something you did? You're you're adding to the problem. If you have created any single mothers, you have no business downfalling. Stop creating that black people. Well, to me, both both genders create products that they hate the most. Right. And I'm not right. just blaming. Right. I'm not just blaming single mothers or anything, but. By them teaching, well, some teaching their daughters to be independent, and and, right. and baby and the boys that does you're creating that fuck boy that you hate, and by the men <laughs> making babies, yeah. by the men making babies and and mm. leaving you creating that single mother that you hate. Both genders right. are guilty of. Right, but you know what? Like before, like before, um, the larger the larger American um, cultural standard before was that men men didn't before you make a single mother you'd make a wife. That was something that was uh, prevalent within society. See, so like the premarital sex and 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 even extramarital sex these aren't new dynamics. These aren't new uh, human behaviors. The, we, the, right. These things have always been done. What is new is 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 the idea as a man, I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna get up and, and just and just leave that situation in, and then go on to the next one. And see that that's what that's what's going on in, in our communities because, like we were just talking about, black men have been conditioned to to filter their masculinity and their manhood through their sexuality. This is this is how come a lot of them can't differentiate between emasculation and effeminization. They like to in, in their mind they're the same when they are not. You can you can be a masculine homosexual, and right. you can be you can you can be a, you can be an effeminate you can be an effeminate straight man. Those are, but those you are made just, a comment yesterday. Uh, that comment uh, you made yesterday was so real. When I tell you when you I can't remember the whole comment, but when you was talking about how the system and how men created the system. And, right, we're uh, talking about child support. Yeah. Oh man. Right. Ooh, that, yeah, because that's that, I mean, that's one thing. Time, you know, Tommy Sotomayor talks about all the time, talking about how the courts favor favor the women, but they favor the women because it was men who created the court system, and and, and it was right. it was men who viewed women as as nothing but as nothing but child baby makers and child rulers, and so that's how come right. the, the courts are merely a reflection of the misogynistic attitudes of men. Not just white men, black men too, and so that's something that uh, that we have to be honest about. Right, so, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. You're not a victim, right? You said they hate being called out, and then they'll literally try to right. turn that, turn it around on women. They'll say, "Well, well, how come I can't uh, call out uh, black women's behavior? You can, but that's what y'all do all day in these groups." And it's well, not, but not even on not only that you, you you can't you can't call out black women's behavior when when in my opinion you're you're the cause of the behavior you're the origin sure of is. the behavior and sure you, you're engaging in the behavior too like like if if, if see and that's what I'm saying it, it goes back to this sense of 
black men seeking to find relevance. That's it's like we're seeking to find relevance as as masculine men in a in a world that we see changing right before our eyes. We, like when you look at the skinny jeans culture with hip hop, we see all these different dynamics taking taking place, and there's a shift coming with how we view masculinity and manhood. That's not that's not even a new a new dynamic where masculinity concepts of masculinity and manhood shift. That's something that has always happened. As black men, right. because we've put so much emphasis on what we consider to be mas- mas- masculinity as a black man, and now that it's shifting, we're searching for relevancy. So what they're, so what right. they're doing in order to find relevancy, you want to pretend like you're finger-wagging at women. But my whole problem with that is you're in no more position to finger-wag at women because you've been just as much as the bullshit as she has, and in many cases you've been a, you've been right. a facilitator of the bullshit. And you need to take right. responsibility. I was talking about man training, and nobody taught you uh, that men take accountability for their actions. Right. And I make you that's, mad that's, at That's me. what makes you a man. You can't take responsibility right. for your actions. Right. And I'm like, not going to be responsible for what they're doing. I'm not going to be responsible for what they're doing. You're not going to come blame right. me because because you messed up. Like you doing you out here doing messed up things and you think right. they feel like they should be able to just blame that on the one No, 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 no. Right, right. You did and you gonna take responsibility for it because I I'm not taking responsibility for nothing no grown ass man did. You better get first right. of all they, they act they be so emotionally hurt and bothered by some of the things that I say, like the first time I said that I feel like women are, black women are not allowed to be humans. Man, when I tell you emotions shot so high in the damn air, it was just terrible. Right. I had to right. sign my face. But you know what? I do. I feel like, go ahead. I'm glad you said that because I got something I want to say because there tends to be this notion that you know that women are more emotional than men, and that's not that's not necessarily true. Women I'm are more demonstrative than men. They're more they're more demonstrative than men. Right. But men are just as emotional as 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 uh, as black women, and even though they may not be as demonstrative in their uh, in their with their emotions, all of their decision making, all of their uh, their worldview, it's all it's all they're operating from an emotional base. And right. this is how come a lot of them can't differentiate and, and disassociate the way they feel about the child's mother with the child. It's not just that's right. not just the dynamic oh, that you see women doing thing. that. Men do it too. And they, and, and, and to be honest thing. with you, men started doing it. Me and Kenya was talking about right. about that how that they would they would love to have the woman financially dependent so that they can they, so that they can use uh you use that to get sex or to get sexual mm-hmm. favors. So these things have but a long, look down on a, a long that, history. But they look, look down, down on, on what? a woman. On a woman, right. uh, what, uh, if she what? depends on them, that that's looked down on. Like a woman, that, you know what I'm saying? It's like they're confused. How you gonna how you gonna talk about you want an independent woman, or independent woman, and then demonize a woman that's independent? Right. It, it's, it's like they're totally things, confused. And you know what's a a perfect example of what we're talking about? Is this Meek Mill situation? You know that they're, they're, now they're calling it some type of miscarriage of justice, and 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 and, and they're they're blaming the black judge. But I, I, my thing That's is this: at the end of the day, Ooh. Meek Mill actions is the, is what violated his probation. 
he he violated it several times before. You should have what like that. What makes you think you're entitled to some type of leniency from that black judge? But this is the well, culture so that we have. My question is on that situation, why is it that every time something happened, they find a way to drag the black woman in it? Oh, it was a black judge. <laughs> so what? She's a judge. Right. She's doing her job. Why is it right. that every time something happened, they find a way to drag but look, the black woman? Look how, look, how, look, look how they sexualize the judge because there's even... Meek, Meek Mill Camp and lawyers are, are saying that are saying that she was a groupie. Now, if that had been a white man saying, it, yeah, if that had been a white man saying that, you wouldn't be saying that white man was a groupie. You'd be saying that white man was racist. Instead of focusing on the, instead of focusing on the fact that number one, you shouldn't have been on probation because you shouldn't have been engaged in the, in in the, in the activity you were engaged in to get you to get you in legal trouble in in the first place. And then sec, uh, second of all, when you, once you were on probation, you should have you should have um, Follow the terms of your probation. Period. And see, this this again goes back to goes back to the, the the privilege that black men do exercise, especially within our own um, black society and, and subculture. We we have a certain amount of privilege that comes from uh, the historical reality of oppression. And so the reason I come, I understand why there's this this visceral reaction to us sitting in the jail. It's, it's because of mass incarceration. I like I like I I understand that. But still, as a as a man, and as a black man, you're you you're not entitled to to break your probation. You see what I'm saying? Right. The responsible thing would the responsible thing would have been to follow your probation. But we right. don't have I we can... don't have these concepts as black. It seems like we don't um, promote these types of concepts when it comes to when it comes to black men. And the fact that they're they're always blaming everything on black uh, on black women is, is just is just evidence of that. I mean, look at the rhetoric around around child support. Nobody made you have unprotected sex with 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 a woman. Nobody. And, and like they even say well, things like well, the woman the woman controlled one hundred percent of the woman controlled one hundred percent of sex. So wait a minute. So you uh, so you mean to tell me that you have no say so in the sex? Then that that's it's not sex. It's rape. So what exactly are you saying? Or are you saying that you're so sexually driven in your thought process that you'll that you'll um you, you'll render your thinking ability, your ability to think with your with your mind, which you claim is is what you have uh, over women because you're not thinking emotional, so you're using logic. But that, that you you'll run up in a, in, a, in a woman wrong and won't consider the consequences for that, and, and somehow that's her fault because you don't have hey, self uh, control. Right. Bingo. Like, and then. And then they'll say, like, they don't have no say-so in the uh, pregnancy <laughs> process also. They they say right. that women have all the say-so, um, but they have the first say-so. They don't have to get the woman pregnant at all. Right, you right. Men have the first say-so. They do. You don't even have to. Right, you don't. Again, like I said, the, the meat meal situation is just, it, it just shows where we're at. As a people, we won't focus on the fact that Meek Mill was breaking his probation. Instead, we'll focus on the the, the black female black judge, judge who put him who yep. put him in jail, and, and and then we'll say, man, the black man, that white woman, I mean that white man and that black woman, they're holding us back as men, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? Like, to me, a lot of these men are so emasculated. 
that they, it, they, it doesn't even register. Like, they don't even, they, like, they, I don't think like they think. You see what I'm saying? And, and, right. and that's what I was saying. As, 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 as a man, as a black man in a white man's society, common sense should tell you that you can't predicate your manhood on any external factor because all the external factors are against you. You have to base your manhood on, on something internal, on an internal drive that they can't get to, that they can't, right. that they can't take from you. And when you have that, when you have that sense of, a, of, of, a, of authority in yourself as a man, then you don't have to demean black women to feel more like, more like a man. You don't have to right. um, denigrate black women to try and find relevancy as, as, as a black man. You don't have to have multiple sexual conquests to feel uh, to, to feel relevant as a as a black man. See, that's what, these things must be challenged. Like Lee Williams, I see she ain't call up. They never call up. They have a lot to say on it, but they'll never call up. Oh, God, you know, Lord, like Lee Williams, like she like her, you know everything that she's saying, talking about. Well, I'm just trying to exploit women. I'm I'm uh the, the victim out of your women. My my position is this. What? I'm gonna tell the truth like how, this. I'm gonna tell it, yeah, I'm gonna tell the truth the same way he, I'm gonna tell the truth with, 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 with the history of white supremacy. And if your record is so is, is so shitty as, as 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 men that it can be deduced based upon your record that you ain't shit, that's your problem. You need to get your shit together. I'm not here to I'm not here to to, to stroke the paper mache thin ego of black men. And 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 as a stand we have a culture that 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 tends to want to do that because they've been through so much. But I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm that's just not my interest. I'm not and that's that basically either. I'm not like that's basically that's basically Ali whole whole stick. Right. Hey, hey Kenya, I, I, I wanted to ask you what what are your thoughts on um on on that on that situation with Meek Mill and that judge? I think that um. I think that, you know, people are jumping on the bandwagon and, you know, mm-hmm. acting like he was a victim. But, you know, he was in total control over how he worked his probation. You know, the thing about it right. is, is that it's not like he made one mistake and the a sister was quick to lock him up. He had many, many chances. He was already skating on thin ice. He's been on borrowed time for right. years now. And, you know, right. just because it happened to be a sister is really – you know, disheartening that the community is jumping on this issue and trying to make and it that's a the black only thing they focus on woman too. issue. Right, right, and and, and then like, I, I, like I said, I know they get mad at me. I, 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 like I'll tell them like, yeah, and, and and it goes back again to this notion where black, like black men feel, um, they they like they there's this sense of entitlement. There's really this sense of entitlement as if you're entitled. You're not you're not entitled to black women. What are you offering black women? Offer all the talk about what and, and see they've had they've had sisters in this in this uh this position of wanting to capitulate. It's something that we've um that, that we've created through the cultural narrative. I, and like I call it I call it cultural gaslighting. Like that's exactly exactly what it is and this is how come they promote and they hold on to a lot of these myths. And that was basically the whole um the whole uh premise of Shahrazad Ali's book. And and and, not, oh, and and of her oh. and of her rhetoric, like you know, just certain things that she would say, like talking about the the greatness of uh, of the black man should not be quest should not be questioned the dominance of the black man. So, 
I, I mean, we don't have to question it. The historical reality question it. If you've been dominated by another male group for 500 years that you can't get yourself out of it, then it's you who need to be examined, not the women. Why? Not the Why? women. And, and I know they're going to call me a, a male hater, but I, I, I tell the truth because if, if, if we don't confront these things and, and actually look at it and put the onus on, on, where it really, on where it really belongs, then we'll just continue to, to have these same uh, dynamics and themes play out. Uh, and also, I, I just kind of want to say something about this, this the rise of the, the picnics. You know, right. they've become terrorists. <laughs> they, they, they are. They, are ema- they have emasculated more black men, in my opinion, mm. than white man has. Because they never right. put any accountability on the black man. Right. It's always right. the woman's fault. Pygmies have, they are the biggest terrorists to the black community. I'm literally, like, I thought about calling the National Guard on them. I'm sick of them. Mm. <laughs> Sit up here, you think you're going to First of all, I, 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 I don't, you know what? They sit up here, they think. I mean, they really feel like black men don't do no wrong, and that's crazy. Right. They're doing most right. of the wrong, and you need to tell really them are. that. You to take accountability off of a man and push it off on a woman. You emasculate. You the one emasculate right. them. Right. Exactly. Stop and that's, doing and, 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 and right, and that, and that's uh, you know, that's that's what it is. And and, and like I said, it's it's this thing where. Um, what we do is we pretend like all these issues are, are emanating from the black woman because then we can we can pretend to be leading by criticizing and critiquing the black woman the the black woman right. when at the end of the day the the issue facing facing black men is that they're dominated by another male group even when you look at the premise from from Dr. Francis uh, Francis Chris Welsing for all for all our so-called genetic dominance. And and, and and greatness, we're still dominated. We're still we're, right. we're still dominated. Here it, here it is, five hundred years later, and, and and we're still uh we're, we're still dominated. And like even when you look at a lot of the myths and and stereotypes that we tend to benefit from as black men, we tend to benefit from right. the stereotype of 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 being uh, blessed when it comes to penile endowment. Now those things aren't right. necessarily based in 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 reality, but we revel in it because we tend to want to find our mas- our masculinity and manhood in that. And, but but then look how look how we'll make it a negative for the black woman because the same way that they had those those myths for black men, they had those same myths for black women when it came to her her anatomy. You know, like her her right. her uh, her hips. You know, they said she had childbearing hips. You know, things like that. But we'll make it we'll make it a negative. For black women and make it a positive for ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like all these different things, and, and it's toxic. It's really toxic, and it's creating a generation of of black boys who deem black black girls as um as inadequate when we talk about mates and why. Right, and, and, and like to that. me, I'm and I'm gonna say this like this just from being in these this pro black conscious movement, to me, it seems like mm. it's for black men only. I'm sorry. Right. I, I know a lot of people get mad when I say that, but it does. It's because a, a black man is the only person that can have an opinion. A black man is the right. only person that can have feelings. He's the only person right. that, can, that can say or talk or have anything 
any say-so in anything because as soon as a woman says something, she's bitter, she's, she's angry, she's this, and she could be saying the same thing that he just said, but just about him. It, they right. both genders could be sitting there saying the same thing about one another, but it's a problem when the black woman says it about the black man. Right. He could tell her all right. day she ain't shit. But if she get up and say, well, you ain't shit either, whole ass nigga, and, or something like right. that, she's bitter. She is. And see, I, I'm sorry, yeah. but I have to call it how it is. I don't, I don't stroke ego. I have to let these garden tools, when you start, mm. when you get me started, it's war time, baby. Get on the battlefield. Right. Because you're not going, it's not fair for you to be able to say something, but I can't. Right. Like, you know, even even when we talk about, um, you know, like what what black women went through as what they went through in this system of oppression, um, there's this this need by black men to want to uh, delegitimize it or minimize it by talking about what we went through as men. And that's why I, I said in that live when, when Yusef made that made that comment, I was like, yeah, but we're men. We're supposed to be built for it. We're built. We're, that's why. That's why we have, you know, this, 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 uh, you know, the dynamic of, of sexual dimorphism, where we're bigger, stronger, and faster than our, uh, yes. our female counterparts. We're meant. We're 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 supposed to to bear the burden. That's why you're the husband. As the husband, you're you're, you're supposed to be the the burden bearer in the household, not the woman, not the wife. Right. Because you're, right. we we've become so emasculated. That we want to put it off on, on, on the women, and then we want to say, well, well I'm leaving. But really what you want to do, you want to leave from behind. You want to give, what you really right. want to do is give, the, is give the woman instructions while she's leading, while, you, while you're in the background doing whatever it is you're doing. And you Pointing want to call that leadership. Blaming. That's not leadership. Pointing the finger, blaming. That's what it is, just like right. King said. Right. They want to be supervisors. That's what they want exactly. to be. They want to be supervisors, and they want to balk right. and coming around. Right, but not even over, not even over women. That's that that not even over women, not even over a woman. That's for them. Like it's not even about. You can have, you know, like you have certain say so with, you know, with your with your significant other. You know, you give your opinion, you give your thoughts, you give your your um your your instructions, your desires, things like that. They, but this is they're trying to do this socially and culturally. And that's and that's the, the 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 biggest problem I have with it. Like, who are you? We, we as it stands, we have a whole lot. We have a whole lot of work that we need to be doing as as black men. And just because you're a black man, it does not automatically ingratiate a black woman to you. It doesn't ingratiate her to you uh, sexually. It doesn't ingratiate her to you uh, judicially. Talking about Meek Mill, it doesn't ingratiate her to you her her to you economically. You're but not, how many like black you're not, you're, you're, you're not the same thing? Black male judges right. who have put black men away. Come on now. They just, right. well, well, on well, that but situation, is, they're is, acting like, uh-huh. They're acting like Meek Mill is a victim, but he's not He's not a victim. Just just the other day, he was out there trying to jump safari on some old bullshit. So it's not, it's not even like, like I'm saying, it's not like he's, he's been walking in straight now with the probation. But you know what? Tell you. What's some of the things you know about um, Shahrazad Ali's uh, rhetoric? Her 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 um, rhetoric, which tends, in my opinion, to be 
demeaning towards black women in in an effort to uplift black men. What do you think about some of what's some of the things she says that you find questionable? Well, I have a quote from her book. Um, from her book, The Black Man's Guide to the Black Woman, she says, quote, if she ignores the authority and superiority of the black man, there is a penalty. When she crosses the line and becomes viciously insulting, it is time for the black man to soundly slap her in the mouth. Oh, my. Now, let me just break it. Let me get my thoughts on that because notice that, no, let, let's, let's forget the language she's using. Because, I mean, we know that it would be bad enough if she was saying, if she, if she doesn't acknowledge the authority and the superiority of her husband. That would be bad enough. But notice she's talking mm-hmm. about the black man. She's talking very mm-hmm. she's talking very generally, meaning that she's trying to establish that line of thought, that line of authority and superiority as a cultural dynamic. As something mm-hmm. that's that's within the culture where men exert some type of superiority over women, over black women. Mm-hmm. So can I, but then when you talk about how that black how black women are um are beneath men socially, black men socially, then 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 they lie and they want to and they want to switch the metric. And that's something that Dr. Tommy Curry does and he does it he does it quite effectively and I, I, I get his argument and there's probably merit to his argument. But when we but when we talk about within in the within the black uh cultural context, yes, there's black male privilege. Yes. Yes. It's, that's not even that's not even up for, for debate. Like I was talking to my brother earlier, right? And he was, and, and we actually were talking about Shabazzad Ali, and he said something to the effect of, um, he was basically saying how how she was right and how there's no such thing as black male privilege. I said, okay, well, answer me this. I said, if 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 you were a black man walking down the street without a shirt on, would you automatically be sexualized for that? No. He thought about it for a minute, oh. and, he, and he and he said no. I said, okay, now let's switch it and reverse it. If a black woman was walking down the street without her shirt off. And our chest hanging out. What would be the? What would be? What, what wouldn't she be sexualized for that? It would automatically be seen yeah. as something lewd because of because she's sexualized. I said so that. I said so that's a, a privilege that black men partake in all the time. Right. right. That's something that, because it's not because it's not like that in in other cultures. Like you have cultures over there in Africa where they, where they running around with no clothes on, damn man, and it's not right. a sexualized thing. So this is something that is unique to the African American experience in America, and the reason why is because the larger American context has has um, ingratiated men at the expense of women, and to, to sit here and pretend like you don't buy, you don't benefit from that some type of way just because you're black is disingenuous. Right. It's disingenuous. And what I want to say about what I want to say about uh, Shahrazad Ali's comment about. Uh, them uh, slapping us or whatever the case may be. Uh, well, my thing is, are we seen as humans or servants? Right. Because right, but I'm not, that's, that's like I had to tell Buddy. Yeah, she's setting these men up for, for failure. Because if one of them popped me in my mouth, boy, <laughs> now he's something, man. We, you know what I'm saying? We're going to uh-oh. We're going to yeah. do the Beyonce uh-oh, <laughs> up and down. Yeah. You know, how, uh, down the street. I'm telling we going there, honey. Oh, no, like, don't like, let you know, me. Like a lot even, of even time. Even Lee Williams said, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Kenya. 
Oh, I was just saying that a lot of times a lot of attention is paid to what kind of bad example it is assumed that a single mother would be setting for her children, but it is not a good example for children to see someone being assaulted right. because someone says something right. they don't like. If your child goes to school and slaps somebody in the mouth because they said something exactly. they don't like, there are going to be serious problems with that. Right. Right. And do you know how exactly. detrimental that is to a child to right. see a mama get popped in the mouth? Right. Right. I mean, that dishing that does a lot. Uh-uh. I, I can't right. get. Right. I will never be. I can't get with her. But you. Uh, but, but, but you're not. But you're not. You're not you're, you're not popping that white man in the mouth who dominates you every day, and 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 right. and, and and by your and by your own admission ha, ha, has has um relegated you to irrelevancy in your own community and in your own household. You're not popping him in the mouth, see, because most right. men that, that you know that you're out there, you're emasculated. So now, in order to regain that sense of masculinity, that sense of of authority, that sense of manhood, you want to come home and you want to dominate your woman. And and and, and right. there were a lot that that was something that was that was typical. That was typical. That's something that excuse me, that that that, that men did, that black men did. And like Lee Williams gonna say, Well, she's gonna say, Well that the black men wasn't beating their women at that time. Come on, now give me a break. We Come been, on, man. If you've don't, been don't act like if you've been enslaved for right, like let's do a little common sense. You've been enslaved for what, maybe two hundred uh, what, a hundred and seventy years. Um, at the Civil War, when black, you know, when black people were were uh, emancipated, um, and all you've ever seen from from that white man, who is the standard of who be, who is the standard bearer of masculinity and manhood, all you've ever seen from him is um, corporal punishment when somebody doesn't do what you want, or or in, or in order to reassert control, or in order to reassert reassert a dom- dominance. And now you mean to tell me that all of a sudden black men didn't internalize none of that. They wasn't. They weren't seeking to do that to women when they feel like they got out of the place or said something they didn't like. No, of, of, of they, they 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 internalize uh, that toxic um, behavior and those toxic examples because we can even see that we can see that same thing with the way we discipline our children. The way we discipline our children harkens back to that, and that's something that we have to be honest about too. With the way we, you know, the way we. Um, so-called, dis- dis- you know, discipline um, our children as, as black people. So these things have a have long-standing thematic um, the- 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 thematic uh, issues and relevancy. You see what I'm saying? It's, wow. not, it's not just something that's that's isolated and that just popped up out the clear blue. And for Shalazad Ali to suggest that 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 a, that a black man should do that to 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 his woman is um, it's, it's 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 irresponsible. Not only is it irresponsible, it's just flat out stupid. It's it's just a stupid. And it sounds because like it, it, me rhetoric. It does. Yeah. Right. It does. Right. Because like, it, it, she was calling. Uh, did she call black women savages one time, or something somewhere? But you know what? You know what I, I mean, noticed? Just, being being what? being black, being anti-black woman right now is extremely popular for some reason. Like even by even by other even by is. other black women, it's a, it's a, it's extremely popular, and and and, and mm-hmm. really what it is, like I said, it goes. This is what happens when you have thirty 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 plus years of of denigrating uh, music about your women. You perpetuate cultural 
narratives that that yes. uh, that yes. blame black yes. women and denigrate black women. And so this, and so now what we're seeing is the results of that. When at, when at right. the end of the day, men have to men have to be leaders, and if you if you're going to lead, then as the lead, you take responsibility. Period. You can't. Right. You don't get to How say me you? too. You don't get to right. say me How too. How can you be a lead, but the woman? But every time you do something wrong, the woman got to take the blame for. It. I'm the leader, but if if I go cheat, that's right. your fault. I'm the right. leader, but if I can't pay the bills, that's your fault. What? Right, let me make this, we got we got three minutes left to to till uh till the show ends. Next week's show is gonna be about um what's what's fueling the, the, the rise of sodomirism, which that's something we were just talking about, how that it's extremely popular right now to be anti black woman, even as a black woman. Yeah, it is. You it's right about that. It's extremely popular. And that they don't true. and what they don't wanna admit at men is that uh our women in our communities are a reflection of our value system as men. They're a reflection of our value system, the things that we have, we've been placing value on for the last 30, 30 plus years. That's something that they but don't I'm want to acknowledge. Like, we have three minutes they, left. The way they, to me, the way they push everything off on the black woman, is like they're they're actually giving up their power to her. That, that's what it seems right. like. They, they're saying, "Look, I don't. You be the leader. I, I ain't doing it. Well, let me be the leader." Right. But you take all the responsibility behind it, and that's right. that's crazy. Like I I don't I oh man I know I'm hated <laughs> on a lot of sites and things of that nature because of my opinions. But somebody got to right. say it, and it seems like a lot of black women are starting to go along with anti-black woman agenda, and I'm tired. Right. When I catch it, I'm going yeah, and, and, to address it. Right. Period. Right, now, I mean, and that's and that's you know that's only, you know that's only um right and reasonable. Uh, Kenya, I'll give you the last word. We got um, we we got two minutes left to to the end of the episode. Okay, well, concerning men and social services, women are not given social services that men are wholly barred from. Those services are for right. custodial parents, meaning that men who have custody of children can take part in those. Um, concerning men and emotions, it's not that men don't experience emotions. The culture just really doesn't allow them to uh, express those emotions, but only certain right. ones are deemed acceptable, being like anger, rage, uh, competitiveness, lust, re- vengeance, envy, and the culture supports uh, keeping men, you know, suppressing those emotions by saying things like man up, be a man, uh, take it like a man, uh, walk it off, you know. And then concerning strong and independent <laughs> women, it, uh, <laughs> I have some things to say. Concerning strong and independent right. women, it's not saying that I'm strong and independent and therefore I don't need a man, meaning I don't want a man. It's saying I'm strong and independent, meaning I don't need a man to care for me and any children that I may have, and that I will not be homeless, starving, and naked just because I don't have a man here spoon-feeding those resources to me. Right. right. But the thing is, right. you, you're not allowed to say you're strong and independent, but and no, you ain't you're allowed not. to say you don't need a man. <laughs> but but and, and, in my in my opinion, it's only it's, it's only wise and prudent for for women to be strong and independent these days because men haven't exactly uh, established the record of being able to be dependable, and that's something that we have to work on as men. But that um but yeah, we got thirty seconds left. Is it get you can go ahead and fire off, and I, I think it's just gonna cut off after that. Oh, you said what? 
Yeah, I said, I said we got well, we got twenty seconds left now. Go ahead and give your final your final thoughts, and it's gonna cut off in a minute. Okay, well, and we got fifteen okay, seconds. Okay, well, this is what I'm saying. I, I just feel like the way that a black woman is treated by the black community is unreal sometimes. Like, and it's also sending like mis, mixed messaging and things like that. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of the way they treat black women. That's my thing. Like everything can't always be her fault. It can't right. always be on her. If, if everything right. is her fault and she has to do everything, that means you're putting her in leadership position. Right. Right, right. Yeah, and, her and, and like I said, it's, it, we just have to, you know, we just have to keep the, uh, keep the pressure on, fight against this anti-black woman, um, woman fervor that there is because black men aren't going to find their, their, their manhood nor their masculinity in that. If you want to show, you want to show me something, show me what you're going to do about that white man who's, who's been dominating you That's historically. And, and, and not only that, for all this talk about holding black women accountable, you, I, I don't see y'all claiming the whole white women accountable. And they were, they, they were responsible uh, by and large for, for the wholesale lynching of black men in the early 20th century. How come you're not talking about holding them, uh, them accountable? The reason why you're and saying that never is because you, you want to socially subordinate black women. That's that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You want to socially right. subordinate black women because you feel like you're losing ground to black women because many of them are in competition with black women, and that's the unfortunate right. um, the unfortunate part. But that's going to have to be the, uh, the 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 last comments. And so uh, we'll we'll pick it up again next next Sunday at 5 p.m. Uh, the Great Liberators Radio Show. Thank thank everybody for for tuning in. Um, the topic next week is going to be what's behind the rise of sodomirism, and then the week after that, we actually have a um, an interview with Dr. Randy Short. He's a civil rights and human rights activist. Um, he, he, he's featured on R, on RT News all the time. Um, he's done a couple of interviews here and there, and he's prominent in the uh, in the civil rights human rights um, movement. So that that's what's that's what's coming up for the next two weeks. And I'll bid everybody a good speed and and good night. Y'all two ladies have a good night. Uh, you, too. you too. Thank you. Uh, good night, everyone. Have a good one. Oh. Bye, y'all. All right.